0: of Patriots Monday and Friday, 93.7 WEEI fm and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Here
1: we go, now about if you hear me though, it's the Rich Keefe Show.
2: Here we go! You're now rocking with the Rich Keith Show on your radio. He hit the chronicles from a topical, comical, and knowledgeable Boston sports talker, dropping in hotter than a tropical climate. Breaking news, he supplies it, and you want the truth? Scoops Keith for find it. He's talking about all the sports, and he's also a hashtag dork and the father of two sweet daughters. The leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters. Tune in and sit tight. Six to ten, more like six to midnight, ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew, Celtics,
1: Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox, too, doing this is the Rich Keith Project, now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content, K-W-F-E on W-E-E-I, it's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. All right, welcome into a Tuesday night edition of the Rich Keith Show here on W-E-E-I, it's a Tuesday, that means Andy Hart is in the house for this full tang program, Hart, how are you? I am tremendous. Yeah, you gotta be. It's eggnog it. season. Yes, it is. May have gone too far last week. I'm oh, kind no. of reining it in a little got bit. Got it. It's the beauty of the Awaken One Any program. They teach you what you need to do to kind of keep in line yeah, with life. You're probably going to have to get back there soon, I would imagine, after the eggnog. A little bit? No? Oh, I had my. Moderation. I enjoyed Thanksgiving. Ah, the key is moderation. And Good. I will be bringing it in. The eggnog? As soon as I get another bottle, I'm out of the uh, Maple Whiskey. What happened to it? I drank yeah, it. Yeah, right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. And I had to have my guy order it. So when the case comes in. <laughs> Well, all right, good. We'll have a nice Tuesday night.
3: How come I, I never see a gallon of eggnog? A gallon?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's always half gallons, right? Yeah, it's yeah. True, so, so it's
3: like, I, uh, it, it's gone in my house in two days.
1: That's true. It's and like two, two, three go- big pours. And well, yeah. when you, it, yeah. in the worst is the was that a quart, the other one, the little skinny yeah, one. Yeah, You get that. What's the point of even yeah, buying it? That's
3: it's the one. That's the one that yeah. my, my shots have. Don't buy those. Single serving. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. It is. It's, it's basically a single serving. You chug that and you're done. It's useless. I think there's going to be a lot of eggnog flowing over the next month. Watching the Patriots, you're gonna need something. All the eggnog or whatever you can do, because it's a rough go, and you are tasked with the post game show. After, yeah, after all these, you and Fitzy, yep. get to get the instant reaction. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine what even like what I tried doing this yesterday with Fitzy. Like, there's no, I don't know how else to describe the team anymore. And there's still six more games to go. Yeah, as I said to Fitzy, I wrote a column after the Germany game. Okay, like, this is what bottoming out looks like. Yeah, I don't know. And then I'm like, wait, are we? Keep now digging. what do I write? Keep like, digging. What comes lower than bottoming out? I think what happens is, like, the on-field performance... Did you ever dig a hole to China as a kid? Tried to, sure. Like, never is that made common? It. Yeah, like, every think, kid does that, right? You're, you're told, try, like, China's on the other side of the earth, okay. and I'm going to dig a hole. Let's and you get, get, get going. like, four or five feet, and you give up. <laughs> and then your mom's like, put the dirt back. Okay. Put well, the dirt back. We Patriots need a huge are, hole that you can trip over. They're digging a hole to China. Yeah, I get, because... I think the on-field product, especially on offense, isn't going to be able to get a whole lot worse. Like, it's just, it's bottoming out. It's the worst quarterback play. It's just, it's a disaster, right? Like, these horrible throws. We have a whole list of, like, if we were doing, like, nominations, year-end award nominees, and you're like, here are the four worst throws by Mac Jones, there'd be some horrendous ones that didn't even get nominated. Oh, so, God, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're yes. like, well, then what about this one? I got some honorable mention. Others Sorry. also receiving yeah, consideration. I can't, I can't include it. We only have a list for four but I feel like it's going to be some of the soap opera nonsense that is really going to take over because guys are going to snipe with each other. We have a a Bill O'Brien cut that I want to play from his press conference today here in a second, but I think it's going to be more of that because again, the team sucks. The team's bad. A lot of bad players, coaches that may or may not have a foot out the door or whatever. And you still have to play this thing out. So people don't want to be blamed for it. People want to make excuses. People want to point around and that, to me, is what's going to get uglier rather than, you know, losing 10-7. Like, they already lost 10-7. They've already been shut out this year. Bill Belichick has his worst uh, loss, points-wise, in his NFL career. That already right. happened this year. So I don't think, like, that part's going to get a whole lot worse. No, and this is, I mean, clearly you're a listener of the Six Rings Post sure show. Sure am. That's where we were. And about, one-time guest. Uh, yes, one-time guest. I appreciate you. Yep, Thank you. No problem. Um, that's where we were about three weeks ago when we were starting to go down this road like, Ugh, can it get uglier? What's next in the ugly layers? Soap opera is always sort of the last. Yeah. We're just infighting, cover your butt, sources, leaks. And we're not quite all in there yet. We've started to have snippets of that. I, I think the contract for Bill was a, was sort of a um, soft opening of the soap opera scandal, yeah. sort of. Not yeah. all in, but I think we're going to keep going down that road, and you will see more. And it'll be done in different ways, um, from different angles, different... Like, for example, you're a guy that you missed out on here on the Rich, Rich Keefe Show. Who's that? Uh, Matthew Slater. Who for a few yeah. years, yeah, yeah, Mutt yeah. and I would do Monday night interviews, yeah. and I loved talking to him because you ask him a question, he gives the answer. He answers it right. from a a an honest perspective. Mm-hmm. He can acknowledge mm-hmm. faults, and and he was asked this week by Jones and Mego about sort of the idea that Patriots fans want to lose out and get the number one pick. Yeah, and his hand, he's, hand and, up. Well, and he did too. He's he didn't put his hand up. No, no, no. He's <laughs> obviously said, trying. I know that I, he's trying. I like trying. to look at things from everyone's perspective, and mm-hmm. I can understand that. Which, by the way, grew up in football. Yeah, yeah. Grew That's up the hall son of Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer, yeah. if you ask some people. So, well, a yeah. pro football... What's no, I just said we don't need to do that today. Okay. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, but okay. a potential pro football Hall of Famer who's right, right. the son of a pro football Hall of Famer whose two combined careers are like 35 years or something ridiculous. Yeah. And Matthew, I think I his dad played 20. He's got like 14. Yeah, whatever it is. It's a ton. He can acknowledge, like, I can understand why fans would be rooting for the number one pick and for us to I... lose because they want to have a good team again. Right. And I think you're like, the goal is always to win the Super Bowl. But then even after that, you're like, all right, if that's not realistic, like, can you make the playoffs? Can you play spoiler? And like, this year in the AFC, maybe you went into it not being a Super Bowl contender, but then Joe Burrow gets hurt, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, and, like, crazy things happen. But you're so far out of that that, you're right, the best thing for the future of the team is for them to have as high a pick as possible. And it's in line. I mean, I mean are you— Oh, my God, is it in line. Like, like it, they, firmly, are, they are firmly in the top three. Firmly top three, and I think there's a legitimate chance you could be in line for the number one pick because— you got what I always assume is the coaching change bump in Carolina and a schedule that's open to it. I looked at their schedules. They still have, like, the Bucks twice. They have, like, three or four winnable games, especially because that division, any game in that division, could be winnable for them. All right, let's real quick. They got Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, Green Bay, Jacksonville, Tampa again. You're going to tell me they couldn't win a couple of those? They can't split Tampa with Tampa. So. Homing against Green Bay. Green Bay kind of stinks. right. Green like, Bay, who knows what you get. So you could woo. get the bump from them. And then yes. Kyler Murray, I feel like, is going to stumble into a win at some point here. I, I haven't well, looked at their schedule. Yeah, he already but, did. So I, I think I think that he could. So And I also, for the flip side of this, to make this matter, I don't see a victory on the Patriots' schedule. The one that's a kick in the nuts that we've talked about on six rings could be the season finale against the Jets. Depending on... Could, could yeah, you win Rodgers. that game to screw something up? Maybe you're in line Lovey for the number Smith one it. pick. Well, Lovey Smith if, did it last if year. If you recall... It worked out for them. Yeah. They firmly, they were going to take Bryce Young. They yeah. got the better guy. Bobby so Smith, karma helped them. He ended up right. not screwed up And that's In how way. just the kind of guy Lovey is. Just to go back to the schedule, Arizona has Pittsburgh, a bye week, San Francisco at Chicago. Okay. So Whatever. Arizona or the Bears gets a win there. Philly, Seattle. So, I would say Pittsburgh, Chicago are their chances to get wins. Yeah, because it's home. Although, in Seattle, although Philly, I will include maybe Seattle, Seattle in- just because it's a division game. Division game and it's at home. So yeah, those are yeah. always winnable. Slippery. And Kyler Murray can make some plays. Like, they, yeah. I mean, freaking Geno Smith's been throwing picks. He doesn't look great. So, yeah. they have three winnable games on the horizon. How many S- winnable games do the Patriots have on the horizon? I think they have maybe that Jets game due to whatever's that quarterback. But even then, that's kind of a uh, coin toss. And maybe they do Pittsburgh. Play, they, yeah. Although Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is the anti-Patriots, they find a way to win. Patriots find a way to lose. Pittsburgh finds a way to win. They have, for some reason, somehow, some way, over the last couple of years, they have had Justin Herbert's number. Like, they've played – Herbert's had some of his worst games against the Patriots. Yeah, That Chargers team stinks. Their coach is going to get fired even before Bill's going to get fired. Well, they're just going to trade. So the Chargers – Oh, no, we don't want him. (laughs) I guess this weekend maybe – Now, I thought this past weekend was much more winnable than this upcoming game. But Carolina has one win. The Patriots and Arizona have two. Everybody else has four or more. So you do have a little bit of a buffer. Room. You could even win one and still be a top three pick. Yeah, but I want number one. I want number one as well because I want to be able to have just all off season but then the draft party that we're going to do. Who's making that pick? Who cares? Well, if it's Bill Bill Belichick, I think we're all going to care a little bit. Are you Kyle Brandt? I'm not You probably like that. He did some dorky thing on there. Kyle Brandt's had a nice career arc, though. He was on Real World Chicago. That was a dream of mine, to be on the Real World. He was on Real World Chicago. Then he was, uh, what, he worked on the Jim Rome show? Not really a goal of mine. Yeah. And then uh, NFL Network. He so you're nice telling me that Kyle Brandt is a successful Rich Keith. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like if you mapped <laughs> like it out. Like former athlete. Yeah. Like, like in like, high school, if you were like, what's the next 20 years going to look like? It was more Kyle Brandt. I would have well, rather. He go to Princeton? Yeah, probably. I think you went to Princeton. Well, I mean, I didn't go to Princeton, but who amongst us did? Well, Hobart is known <laughs> as the Princeton of another school. Of Geneva, New York. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, and speaking of Brant off topic, did you see his pregame thing this weekend where he did, like, a Hell's Kitchen? No, it but was I actually saw when he was on pretty... Wheel of Fortune. Did you see that? Uh, I did not Actually, that. Actually kind of and funny. You well? Yeah, you, like, hit on Vanna White, but it was pretty funny. Why not? No, I know. Shoot your shot. Take a shot. When else are you going to get right. that shot? Um, but, no, they did this Hell's Kitchen thing where each yeah. chef was like playing the role of a team in his dish and it, it was like I liked you better when you had six Michelin stars and he threw it Not against bad. the wall because the Patriots suck now and <laughs> they do kind of suck it was now. Well done. All right, let's get to uh your thoughts. We're gonna start Patriots, but we'll get to plenty of other stuff. There's drama now all of a sudden with the Boston Bruins. Uh oh. The Celtics have another in season tournament game one. tonight to get to yeah. elimination play. They gotta win by twenty three. So this That's is like all I know. Pool. They have to win by twenty three? Yeah. Or they're out? Yeah. How the I didn't know that. They got to win by 23. It's uh, because is like, this soccer? soccer. This they, is one of those things. Yeah. Total well, goals exactly. or whatever. It's stolen right from soccer. Oh, I know. They call it a cup. But we'll get to Bill O'Brien and what he said today about who picks the starting quarterback for mm. the New England Patriots. Ooh. The answer Ooh. may surprise mm-hmm. you. Uh, again, this is the Rich Keefe Show. Full tanger tonight with Andy Hart. Right now here is Stiz with What's Trending? <laughs>
0: Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI.
3: Trending now. Tough night for the Bruins last night. They were beat by the Columbus Blue Jackets 5-2. That's right, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who were the worst team in the East. Jeremy Swayman was pulled after giving up two goals, and in came Linus Olmark, who also gave up two goals, and Columbus scored their fifth on an empty net. The Blue Jackets even made history by becoming the first NHL team to have four Russians score in the same game. The bees off for the next two nights. They'll be back at it on Thursday night when they'll host the Sharks at the TV Garden Puck Drop at 7 p.m. In-season tournament continues tonight for the Celtics. The Bulls are in town to take on the Celtics at the TD Garden. Tip-off at 7.30. Chicago has lost four in a row and seven of their last eight games. Kristaps Porzingis out with a calf injury. Drew Holiday questionable with an ankle sprain. And Derek White is probable after getting over a non-COVID-related illness. Derek White was seen at shootaround earlier today. Uh, After waiving Will Greer on Saturday, the Patriots hosted a handful of free agents for tryouts yesterday. One of those free agents was Newton's own former Purdue quarterback, Austin Burton. Burton is the son of WBZ Sports Director Steve Burton and grandson of Ron Burton, who was the Boston Patriots' first ever draft pick in 1960. The Patriots continue to get ready to host the Chargers at Gillette Stadium on Sunday kickoff at 1 p.m. Linebacker's coach Jarrod Mayo spoke with the media earlier today and said despite the lack of success, there hasn't been a drop-off in the
1: attitude of the players. Yeah, You know, defensively, these guys have done a great job kind of, you know, just staying locked in on what we can do. We always talk about control, the controllables, and uh, I think the guys, you know, have done a good job. I will say this, like, these are professional players, and they have acted in a professional manner. Uh, they have acted in a professional manner. Um, I don't see any drop-off as far as just attitude or willingness to go out there and play hard and You won't see a drop-off this week as well.
3: And just into the WEI Sports Desk, uh, producer Ryan Garvin informed me that Drew Holiday will be playing tonight for the Boston Celtics. Um, I'm That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keefe show coming up.
0: You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A U D A C Y. Say W E I is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keith show on WEI.
1: Back here on the Rich Keith show with Andy Hart on a Tuesday night, WEI, you can join us throughout the evening. 617-779-7937. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, at Rich Keefe Show. You can also watch the program on Twitch. Just follow WEEI, get all the programs from 6A all the way until we sign off. Yes, Hart? I thought they were uh, taking a cheap shot at me. How so? Jess McIn, T-Y-29. Goof evening, everyone. I thought they were mocking me as a goof, but then... uh, was typed corrected it. good good evening doesn't have the uh the autocorrect maybe on, i'm a little too sensitive, sensitive. <laughs> goof i just assumed the goof was me well you weren't wrong and so hey. bill o'brien offensive coordinator and your guy and I, what was he wearing today when uh, he talked about the things you're about to play uh penn state football hat tufts jumbo. and he said it's his pretty much every every day all-time hat loves it i don't think he's allowed to wear it on the sideline or he would Maybe he's wearing it under his hat. If you look real close, maybe he's wearing two hats. Double hats. Yeah, the second. It's not hat. Bill wore all the hats in this organization. Yeah. Well, like Michael Jordan would wear his, uh, what was it? His North Carolina, Carolina Underwear under or there? whatever. Yeah. yeah. His shorts underneath. Yeah, why not? There was a theory that's part of the reason we've been in this argument before. We've done too many shows. That Correct. That's why they made the he, shorts he bigger, bigger in the shorts. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. wasn't true. No, it wasn't. Uh, so Bill O'Brien spoke today and uh, was asked a uh, pretty straightforward question, I would say, about the starting quarterback situation and mm-hmm. who makes that decision. And. Here's what he had to say.
4: I'm just curious as the Mm -hmm. offensive coordinator. Can you pause it for a second? I
1: can. I have the ability to pause it. Uh, Karen Garigian, who's now with Mass Live, formerly the Boston Herald. Yep. Big fan, by the way. Yes, you are. But she is the epitome of, like, silent assassin or you never see her coming. Because she's so nice and disarming. Yes. And then she's like, did you order the code red? And as you've said before, I at times have had a tone problem. Yes. Therefore, Karen and I could ask the exact same question. With Karen, you'd be forced to answer it because she asked it in such a polite well, way, whereas even, with me, you'd want to punch me in the snout. But even more so, I feel yeah. like Karen could ask somebody, do they want a million dollars? Yeah, of course And I they'd do. say no with your tone. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. she could also, you could ask somebody, yeah. do you want a million dollars? They'd be like, what do you mean by that? Right. And then she could ask, like, do you want to be fired tomorrow? And they'd be like, Oh, Karen, that's a great question. Yes, Karen, I hadn't thought about that <laughs> way. Because yeah. the tone and yeah. the delivery is so disarming. So it was the right person to ask Absolutely. this question, and it ended up getting a interesting answer.
4: I'm just curious, as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, if you got to a point where you thought it would be best for Mac to sit a week or more or whatever... Could you make that call?
1: We – we I don't make those calls. Um, you know, I don't think – there's a chain of command, Karen. There's a chain of command. All right. Belichick, obviously. You know, the chain of command is Mr. Kraft at the top, right? Then then it's Bill Belichick, and then I would say the assistant coaches are somewhere down in here. <laughs> so in that chain of command, do we have <laughs> – within that chain of command, especially on the coaching staff, do we have a lot of discussions? Yeah, I talked about that a couple of weeks ago, like – Those are discussions that are very private that we talk about. So, and it goes on and on. There's a little bit of a back and forth in there. And he does talk about, you know, yes, he is able to put it, you know, his input in these discussions on who he wants or whatever else, but he's not making the final decision. And I think we knew that we all assumed Bill Belichick was making that decision. Mm. All football moves over the last 23 years have been Bill Belichick decisions, but there's been a lot of, uh, whispers out there, maybe not even whispers anymore, about Robert Kraft's hand in Mac Jones, whether it be drafting him or starting him or keep starting him and all of that. And the fact that Bill O'Brien continues to mention Robert Kraft when it comes to the decision on who to start on Sunday, I kind of think it confirms everything, that Mac Jones has been playing a lot, in large part due to Robert Kraft. So, Robert Kraft is on the record. I'm a big fan of Mac Jones. Yes, he is. At least he was. Well, sure. Not sure anybody can be a big (laughs) fan. A few people were. I don't know how many are. Yeah. so that's on the record. The question is, is there more off the record? Is there more behind the scenes? And I don't make the leap, by the way, from this comment. I find this comment very interesting. When he's like, chain of command, Robert Kraft. Wait, what? We're talking We're talking about playing a quarterback. Robert Kraft's involved in that discussion as to whether we play the quarterback? It's that's neat. interesting. News to me. But I don't necessarily make the leap that that means Robert drafted Matt. Fair. Because I think that They're is different. a kind of jump. That's that's a, that's a, that's but not it, a direct at least, connect. And you might be right, but it at least opens the door to conversation because I, in a, I would have thought he might have more to do with drafting than game day decisions. I wouldn't think Robert Kraft would be like, hey, start that guy, even though the coach is like, we're done with this guy. See, I wouldn't okay. only because I think that would be a significant layer to this whole end of the Belichick-Kraft era. But we already know a layer exists that Robert Kraft said – We're going to go interview some offensive coordinators that Robert Kraft said. Another one. I wanted Billy O'Brien, and luckily Bill agreed, and we were on the same page. So, like, he made it clear this offseason he was taking an active interest in the offense. And I think that's in part because whether he drafted him or not, we used a damn first-round pick on this quarterback. we got to try to make him the best he can be, salvage it, return on investment, Mm -hmm. whatever phrase you want to use. And I think he was invested in that, whether Bill picked him or not. Who cares? I know the whole video. Who do you think picked him? Is I the, think I, I think Bill picked. Him. Okay, I think Bill picked him. I think Bill but played somewhat some reluctantly. Games. Do you think he wanted him, um, or he was like, "Well, I, we're here at fifteen. We didn't trade up. We're not going to trade back." Because I feel like Robert probably really pushed him on, like, if we're not going to draft a quarterback, why are we not drafting a quarterback? Right. I, I think you would probably, like, pick a quarterback, pick a quarterback. Yes. And out of the, quote-unquote, five first-rounders, even though really maybe one of them should have gone the first round, he was the last one left. Right. So no, I, I think Robert emphasized the need for a quarterback yeah, yeah. a lot, uh, publicly that offseason, right. but also privately. But if Bill really didn't want him, he wouldn't have taken him, is what you're I thinking. don't believe yeah, that. Yeah, you're no. probably right. And then I think Bill made a show of it because of the whole collaborative off-season and everything All right, for so the cameras. How come now? How come Robert can say who the starter is and why is Bill going along with it now? Because he has to. Okay. Does he, though? I mean, I was always well, led that's to believe the question. that he does everything. Everything goes through Bill. Yeah. Preseason, during the season, off-season. That was the when whole Bill, thing. more often than not, did things properly. Yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was in the old days where Robert used I to know. say, "Yeah, I always have questions, but by the end of the year, it kind of comes together the way Bill said it would." Yeah, that that ship has sailed. That ship is long gone and out to sea. Right. Yep. The last yep. three or four years have not been that. The last four or five years, maybe Brady, everything. So my guess is Robert's not quite so willing to just let Bill do his thing with football. And what's Bill going to do? Quit? I don't think he's going to quit. Go ahead, Bill. Quit twenty-five million bucks or whatever. I it own is. you. I can't fire you. You got some leverage there. I can't fire you because then you can go where you want to go and do what you want to do. But what are you going to do, quit if I tell you who to play? Now, uh, the pushback. Have you heard this theory? Because I hadn't heard I this. I like theories, and I think we're open to all of them at this point because the season has gone so far off the rails. All the stuff now, and, and you get like little breadcrumbs from Belichick press conferences, O'Brien, Mac. So I'm open to whatever theory. I don't know if I've heard this one. Go ahead. So the manipulation of the quarterback position, what we're talking about, yes. like maybe Robert's involved because Bill O'Brien uh, I mean, said Robert's involved. involved. Yep, that's confirmed. So when they were headed to Las Vegas, there was a report that Mack was on a short leash, uh, which the report could the have report come. report was, but it was also insanely wrong. That was the longest leash of the season because the only backup was Malik Cunningham. So the theory that I learned from Chris Curtis. Okay. This is a couple weeks ago. At dicey at best. His <laughs> track record. Yes, questionable. I love this. But it actually landed in my head, and I was like, huh. Okay. Is that that report came from the craft side of things. They told Ian Rappaport, Mac Jones is on a short leash. Kraft we're we're cleaning this up leash, around here. To which Bill was Bill like, said, you're telling me who's on a short leash? Malik Cunningham's the only guy active, and he's barely even a quarterback. Right. I'll show you the longest leash he's had all year. He doesn't have a backup, Robert. <laughs> Why don't you stick to business he, and let me coach a damn football game? I guess he's lashing out, but... Isn't that plausible? Because they, they didn't have another option... Yeah, but I just – so if we're in this scenario now where Robert Kraft is just, like, forcing Mac Jones into these games, and he's like, we got to start him. He was good two years ago. I'm saying this is Robert Kraft saying. Okay. Hey, he was good two years ago. You got to keep playing. You got to keep playing him. He's our first-round pick. We need to get some sort of value out of got to keep playing him. And then Bill's like, all right, fine. And then waits until the two-minute drill down by four points to take him out. How did Robert feel about that? Or in this game – Let's him play a half, and then takes him out. Like, is he in or is he out? Like, what are we doing with this guy? Well, at some point, Robert even has to want him out. Even though he has, yeah, like, a I bigger plan. Yeah, I would say like the, from Jump Street. Like, how can he still be supporting this guy? I mean, one of those throws in the end zone, I think it might have been the interception in Germany, was the Robert meme, right? Like, putting his head down with puffy <laughs> yeah. jacket. in his Gore-Tex. So, like, <laughs> even he may Man, be a wow. fan of Mac and may think they need to play him, it's the best interest, whatever, but, but at some enough. point yeah. he realizes, this guy stinks. This guy's yeah, I mean, dunked. And then we're going to go through six more weeks of Secrecy. Who's the quarterback? Well, I don't know the quarterback. I don't name starters. Well, I still have no idea when on, what went on last week. Do you? Like, have you kind of um, well, put all the, the pieces together? I tried my best. You got one of those boards got, with, oh, like, yeah. the yarns and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny, and he's, like, yeah. he's screaming at you, drinking you pots fi- of coffee, so smoking cigarettes. Because Bailey Zappi on Friday during media availability said he didn't know who was starting. He was lying. Bill said last week, I don't remember when I told them. He's lying. I told them before we traveled sometime during the week. Correct. Um, then Bill said Mac took the majority of the reps. Truth. So what does that mean? Like fifty one percent? Yep. I would say Mac took the majority of the reps. I think the running backs kind of confirmed it. Uh Ramondre and Ezekiel Elliott weren't surprised at all that it was Mac. They thought it was gonna be Mac. So how come Bailey Zappi didn't know? He did know. He's like, I can't say a word. I wanna get caught again. How come Hunter Henry didn't know till Sunday? Well, Hunter Henry knew he also was just playing the game. Bill said, Don't tell anybody. Bill said, "Don't tell anybody." And some guys did a better job at not telling people than others. <laughs> yeah, listen, because Bill made it sucks. sound like a non-issue it's, on Monday with the Greg Hill Show. It's like it's so dismissive that there was. Oh, wait, there were there were actually questions about who was starting a quarterback it's so last week. Insane, and it's so it's annoying. annoying. It's annoying. And You know what? It also is unnecessary, foolish, a waste of time, a waste Unproductive, of energy, malpractice. malpractice. Yeah. It's mean, more It I could stinks. It stinks. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The, the reality is. But you're making it your worse on the players, too. blows right now. It's the worst. So, whatever you're doing in it's practice I to I get ready, yeah. it's terrible. You don't score touchdowns. They don't score touchdowns. In the NFL in 2023, when they're score- begging you to score touchdowns, you can't hit the quarterback. So you-, you can't hit the wideouts. You correct can't do- me if I'm wrong. Go you've ahead. lost consecutive games 10 7, and 10 6. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Even defensive players who don't play, yep. Adrian Phillips, yeah. <laughs> are like, Usually when you give up 10 points, you win in this league, but I guess we got to give up zero. Who's the – yeah, that was a good line. Who's the defensive guy on the Cowboys who has more touchdowns than any Patriot? Oh, Bland. Bland has five touchdowns. No Patriot has five touchdowns. So we're playing all these games, Mr. You-Can't-Get-Two-Quarterbacks-Ready. You were right in 2001 because neither guy on Sunday was close to being ready, did they? They were not. I mean, Mackie's doing these things. That one throw – you know how I said the interception was the worst throw I've ever seen? The thing to Gasecki. Oh, Where good. he, like, lobbed it up, but it was kind of an out. I think he might be the most worthless player on the roster. Gesicki. Okay, and I may have told You're you that right. in freaking You're... early August. Listen, I didn't have high hopes. I'm not, dra- I'm not scooping around most up. Most or anything. It was so clear that he was the most overrated player in Patriot wow. Nation. Immediately and gets real hey, bad. And I Matt actually Jones, can, no, no no. We, we need this for a second. Okay. No no. Because no. right, right. it got to the point yeah. where I was watching practice. Okay. Brag. And he would <laughs> he would occasionally like catch a pass whatever, and then I would read clips and I'm like, did I not oh, watch the, the another same? Another Did I have a stroke? A did I have a yeah. stroke during practice and I'm not remembering what I saw because people were writing about matchup, nightmare no. unicorn the things you can do and I'm like he what? couldn't hold Jonu Smith's jock or Scott couldn't Chandler's. not hold your jock. <laughs> he can't hold Farrow Brown's jock. No, Farrow Brown is better tight Farrow Brown is Gisicchi's a better playmaker. Useless. And then the other day showed you he can kill people when he, like, threw that guy down yeah. 15 out the club. Aggressive. Like, grunk. Yeah, I like that. But Gasicki had no idea what he was doing. Max flailing again. It was so, a little bit of flashback like last year, throwing his hands up in the air like, what the hell's but going on? Mac usually doesn't air out his teammates. No, And that's why I think Gesicki ran a wrong route, or Gesicki did something. Maybe it was a... Uh, what was the throw? <laughs> if you're going to throw it away, either throw a laser into Is the front row... It's possible to get caught in between? Like, say that guy has, like, an option route, and you're like, oh, I assume he's going to do this option, and then you realize last second, oh, he's sticking with what he but shouldn't be doing. But the throw he made, God, how sticks. was that ever a possible throw? Feelful. Like, throw it into the front row, throw it right into his feet. No, I like when he loops it up, in the, like, off his back foot, just kind of loops no. it. no. He's got a lot of practice at it, but it never works. It's not great. It really is amazing how badly he is playing the position, but I would say the one thing I'd say is he's not alone in that. He's not getting prepared properly. No, he's not. And I don't blame Bill O'Brien for that. Yeah. I blame the man who picks the reps, which may I be sh- Robert. <laughs> After getting, You think picked- Robert gets the practice plan too? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He's Why does there? Mac not have as many reps as? like? I wonder how often he's popping up on the old practice field. We've heard he's in the locker room yeah. once in a while, so everybody's down there taking a look at it. Like, as he should is- be, by the way. Yeah, Do sure. you consider this meddlesome? What Kraft's doing? Yeah. No. Because when you're no. as bad as they are, he's not meddling implies you're doing something negative to adversely affect the product No, At of some your point, team. the owner like can't just only sit back. Sit back when the team's winning. Don't get in the way when the team's winning. You know what winning. he is right now? He's the driving instructor that has the brake and needs to <laughs> use it. He's using the damn second brake in the car. My driving instructor was uh, narcoleptic and would fall asleep. That is a real story. Stop it. He would fall asleep, and I took driver's ed in uh, Concord, New Hampshire, the beautiful capital of New Hampshire. And he would say, "Me and my buddy, like he had to do the observing hours. He would be sitting in the seat next to us, and he'd do. Two, uh, he goes, just um, just drive around a bit. I go, okay, and just driving. You're, you're a 16 year old kid. You don't know where you're going, and you look over, fast asleep, and then he would have a drive us to like McDonald's so we could go run, get a coke, go to the bathroom, come back out, fall asleep again. Live
3: free or die.
1: How sure do you did. get that job if that's... I mean, I know we're equal did. opportunity he must have had it. employer or <laughs> I don't know how, but he was incredible. I passed, so that's all that counts. Uh, let's go to the phones here on this, talking about the Patriots. We got Matt in Rhode Island. What's going on, Matt?
4: Hey, what's up, guys? What you guys were just talking about was Bill Belichick is just making the situation even worse. I don't know how this whole thing unwinds, but as far as the game on Sunday, it's... it's the, actually, the last, last NFL team... To let up ten points and lose was the nineteen ninety two Patriots at yep. two and fourteen. Ironically, so um, just on the last thing, the last kick of the game. Obviously, MetLife. It's a tough place to kick, right? But that kid sucks. You know, fourth round pick, you can get a viable player. Um, you, you gotta you, no seriously. You gotta. I'm with you. I got you. listen. Right you're right.
1: Yeah, done.
4: Get- or a little, a little outside. And the ball's hooking in. He hooked the crap out of it. But um, what I gotta say is this. Um, in the fight game and you always hear from the corner, like, let your hands go. Like, you know, this is so bad. Like it's, it's, it's so bad. The offense, it's like, you might as well put 10 or 11 guys up in the box and be like, what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, it's, it's just really, it's really embarrassing actually. And Bill Belichick is just, he's such a fraud guy. Let's just be honest. Like what's best with a football team is like, there's, I, I'd really love to know what is really going on behind the scenes because it seems like there's a lot of a lot of sketchy stuff going on right now. Ah, uh,
1: that's a good point, Matt. Thanks for the call. There's a lot of sketchy stuff going on. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna be upset with Bill now, like wh- one thing I'm not gonna do is like go back and be like, actually in uh, two thousand and four he wasn't as good. Like I'm not doing that. I think no. that's that's a fool's errand and I'm not doing it. But right now, in these last four years, the post Brady years have been rough. And back to your point about Robert Kraft is all right, he had he saw what the first year was like, then you got a little bit of a boost in the second year. And then he saw things kind of going south in year three, and some of the coaching decisions and roster decisions in year three. And then, no, he's finally stepping in and doing something. But if the horse he's backing is Mac Jones, like I don't know how much success we are going to have. But again, in this whole thing. I don't know that that means it's a all-in long-term backing or it just shouldn't be trying to make right. the best of this for right now. Right. Like, but even Robert, let's rehab the, this and flip this house. at this moment. Even Robert has to realize hey, a uh, a gutsy 17-14 win over the Chargers next weekend isn't helping anybody. No, no, no. Like this is a, wow, we are, I mean, six games is a lot of games, but a top three pick versus the sixth pick where pick. four of the quarterbacks are already off the board and you're once again picking the fifth quarterback or whatever the hell. Yeah, that is, that is a uh, that is a big swing. By the way, if this were the fight game, yeah, yeah. I think they should throw the damn throw towel. The- <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, we heard the bell. The bell's been ringing since Saints Week. The, the bell has rung run. quite some time. All right, you can jump aboard here. 617-779-7937. We're continuing with the Patriots. Bill O'Brien confirming that Robert Kraft very much has a hand in who is the starting quarterback on a week-to-week basis. I also found something that kind of really points to who the starting quarterback will be this Sunday, if anybody even cares anymore. I think well, I, have I a, do. I have a pretty good idea. Who gives who them g- the best chance to lose? I have a pretty good idea. that's the same. It's the same. It's it is, I actually think it is the same. But I found something kind of interesting today that I believe kind of points in the direction on who it might be. Plus, we have our bet du jour coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, W-E-E-I.
0: If you can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. And check out W-E-E-I on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. W-E-E-I It's a full-tang Tuesday night. Thanks for tuning in. If you miss any of the show, you can always check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Before we go back to the phones, real quick, bet du jour time. What is that? Great question. It's the bet of the day. No uh, Monday night or Thursday night football hearts, so we can go in a number of directions. you got NBA action, in-season tournament play. You also have uh, a bunch of some NHL games. Where are you going tonight? Well, I can't go to the MAC. There's no mac shit. No mac sadly, for me to turn to. Which I believe I'm one in one, so it's been okay. Yeah. Uh, I am going to do the best bets. I always believe are emotional bets. Sure, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sick of my guy Jalen Brown taking the heat. First tweet, uh, first text I see when I come in is like, "Yeah, the worst thing I've ever seen is taking the over on Jalen Brown props." So you know what I'm going to do? Uh, no, don't do it. Give me the over on oh. Jalen Brown 22.5 points tonight. Twenty two uh, 22 and a half. Points tonight. 22 and a half. So give me the over. All I need All right. is 23 points out of my boy, JB. He nailed it last week. Let's go. That's true. Let's go. That's true. I'm going to stay in that same game. So it's Celtics-Bulls as part of the in-season tournament. And Should you we parlay it? If you miss any of the nonsense, you could. Yeah, you got a same game parlay this bad boy. They are 13-point favorites. They need to win by 23 or more to advance. It's one of the tiebreakers in the in-season tournament. So they need to blow doors on the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to take Peyton Pritchard. Oh. Over six and a half points. That's bad. No poor Zingas, So, one of their three main scorers is out with his calf mm-hmm. injury. Drew Holiday is playing, but he's a little bit banged up. And either they go for it and they, they light him up and they beat the Bulls, or they're like, who cares? And Peyton Pritchard plays a little bit more just because, sort of, a next man up type of thing. It's actually not terrible. You don't logic. hate it. You don't, don't hate it. I don't hate it. And it's a low number. I was, Sam Hauser is eight and a half, but the payoff isn't as good. It's plus 105 on the over for Peyton Pritchard at six like and a half it. points. That's what I like.
3: I like it. Stiz, what do you have, sir? You guys being safe, I'm going to get a little crazy. Good. Same game. Good. Uh, Boston Celtics first team field goal. Give me my guy, Drew Holiday, plus 330.
1: Okay, I like, I like it. it. We'll have it on in here. Plus, now, let me just be clear. First field goal, Drew Holiday. In the game or for the Celtics? No, for
3: the Celtics. First okay. Celtics for field for the goal. Celtics. Okay,
1: I like, I like it. it. That's a good one. All right, mm-hmm. very good. I'm rooting for you. I always root for those. I like those first ones. Me too. Right out of the shoot. Yeah, what happened know? to Bears? What do you mean Bears? Oh, don't you mean...
3: even. Last night? No.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. The Bears. Oh, the guy on Twitter. Oh, Bears last night. Bears was keeping track he was of keeping like, tabs. the point of the the whatever you call it. I don't know. He's probably, Units. Maybe, Units. Yeah. Maybe, he's he on maybe he's going out on dates. He was going out on like bumble dates every he's night. He's not know. going on dates. He has a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe true. Hey he's his highs and lows. Alright let's go back to the horn here. We got uh, Paul in Rhode Island. He joins us next. Hey Paul yes. Regin uh how are you? Boy guys? how's it hanging Paul? Tremendous It's hanging, buddy. It's hanging It's all it does is hang. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't Belichick going anywhere because we don't want anybody to have him, okay? I like to see him be as a GM, just a GM. Then I have this theory that uh, Schwartz, Mayo, uh, Vrabel, okay? But I also have something to say. I think with Jonathan being in charge – I think that the Patriots might sell themselves after the World Cup. What you think of that? I don't think it's happening, Paul. I don't think they're gonna sell that team in our lifetime. No, I don't think that's happening. I think there they're... will be more generations of crafts taking yeah. over at some point. Some, Cra- some crafts point, Jonathan are gonna on that team. They yeah. gotta get rid of Jonathan and let Harry take Fine. over, and they just move. up. No, no, it's they're, keeping a the, they're keeping. They're keeping family team. business. They make a lot of money. They're, keep, they're keeping the team. That is the first guy I've ever heard say Bill should just be the GM. Yeah, that's a <laughs> wild I take. I respect take. it. Hot take. <laughs> you don't hear that every yeah. night. You don't hear that on every radio station. I like you got to come here to the Rich Keefe show yep. to hear right. Belichick should just pick the yep. groceries, not coach him up. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a nickname given to this next caller by the Twitch chat. So this isn't a nickname that I've given him. So okay. I don't know if he's going to like it or not, but let's go to box score. Brandon in Boston, Brandon, how do you feel about that nickname that the Twitch chat gave you box score? Brandon.
2: Hey, I mean, if I'm given a name, then I, I'm, you know, I'll probably worth something. Sure. I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, they're
1: they're talking about you, Brandon. That's it. a good sign. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey guys, so I just want to put something out here real quick. You know, um, you know, he might enter the draft and he might not, but I think as a wide receiver, the Patriots should keep an eye on him. And his name is Brian Thomas Junior from L S U. We talk about a guy that's six four, you know, has a thousand and seventy nine yards receiving, fifteen touchdowns, um 4.4 in his 40-yard dash. And then on Tyreek's pro day, Tyreek clocked in at 4.29. So that's just 11 uh, seconds faster. But other than that, the guy has speed. Um, he's a matchup nightmare because he's 6'4 and he gets separation. He doesn't give up on plays. Um, he's actually a red zone threat. And, you know, as, Nate's, as the nation's receiving touchdown leader as well. So if he enters the draft, you should really grab him. I know he has one more year. With LSU, but that's a guy I would look to grab. Um, all right, Brandon, so I want to th- know how you guys feel about him.
1: Thank you, Brandon. I uh, haven't done as much on the wideouts as I had the quarterbacks because you're watching every weekend. As we get closer and closer to the draft, which comes in April, and this will be a year where the Patriots are going to be picking very high in the draft. We'll be all over it. We're going to do so much draft stuff; it's going to drive you crazy. No, they're going to they're going to love it. It's going to be good. But I, like, I'm in on Marvin Harrison. Like the, the Now he's going to go in the top three. Well, So I'm also, as of today, that's still who I want. But they we'll could see. use multiple receivers. Oh, God, take as many as you can. I mean, who do they yeah. have at receiver? They have Pop Douglas who I like, and I think he could be well, a good three or Every time, or time four. he gets popped, he's out of the game. Doesn't help. Uh, Doesn't help. They have Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster under yeah. contract. You want to keep those guys? I don't want those guys anywhere near the okay. team. Kendrick Bourne is a free agent. Yeah, I like Kendrick Bourne, but, you know. What? But he's a free agent, so you yeah, may right. You don't have, have him, and yeah, he's so coming off torn agent. ACL. Yeah, even yeah, if you no, do want him, I know what's his value. You have Tyquan Thornton. What do you think of him? He might be the worst player on the team. And wait, you already said that was Kasicki. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no, th- oh, boy, what a fight that is. I, I actually think it's Thornton. Thornton's um, a worse. player. I don't know. You we be the use worst the player. phrase "broke," Mac Jones? Did they this broke Taekwon Thornton. He did not run routes like that as a. Rookie in training. Yeah, heat. they must. Have I don't told know him what something. happened. He looks like me running routes. Like, so, like run need like a couple you... extra steps to like make the break. I got a bad hip. I so, got to slow down. Hey, what we're gonna do is run like you have gl- shattered glass in your shoes. Run like that, and then take away your speed. Like you're supposed to be the super fast guy. We never see how fast no. you are. And I don't think he can catch all that well. They he broke is him. We use again, we yeah. use the phrase for Mac. Maybe we don't use yeah. it enough for Tyquan Thornton because he looks nothing like the. No, original. they need a bunch of receivers. So go back to uh, Brandon's point, like. I, if they don't walk away with, like, three receivers out of the draft class, like two receivers maybe in the oh, draft class, a high-end undrafted guy, a free agent. Depending like, on what they do in free. I mean, if they go get T. Higgins, that kind of That's a different that's story. That's your number one. And he hasn't had a great year. I'll but admit. then again, I mean, like, could Booty, could, could you get anything out of him? Could he come back? Kayshawn Booty? can get something. Is he going to be a top two receiver? worth like the roster spot, I mean. yeah, Oh, not. roster spot. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But don't you need, like, a one and a two? Yeah. Yeah, I think their first and second round pick need to either be wide out quarterback or quarterback wide out. Yes, it has to be. That's why the perfect scenario that seems to be falling on its face fast because this guy's hype train is out of control yeah. was you could take Marvin Harrison Jr. at 2-3-whatever yep. and then take Jaden Daniels early in the second round. I'm Marvin Harrison Bo Nix. Okay. I kind of like Bo- I kind of like Bo Nix. I know I probably shouldn't. Probably should. not He's an old guy. He, he you know he throws it five yards down the field and his receivers do all the work. I get it. Uh, there's like Mac Jones comparisons, but he's way more athletic. Yep. Like you see him the other night, take it like take it take it in on him for himself for a touchdown. Like I like well, uh, I like Bo Nix. But is he a franchise quarterback? See, I don't know, but I feel like if you're waiting like till the second, but if you're taking Marvin Harrison Jr., who is a franchise wide receiver and maybe like a Hall of Fame receiver then you might not be able to get the franchise quarterback in the. But in that draft. But you can get a franchise quarterback in the second round if you pick the right one. My point oh, would be, like, Jaden yeah. Daniels, for example, is going to be— Get overdrafted. Pole. Well, maybe. Yeah. But if he's there in the second round, I feel like I can talk myself into—he he might be special. Yeah. His athletic traits might be special. I'm kind of off Michael Penix. I watched him the other day late in the game. Too. Yeah. He was doing his best to throw it to the wrong team. Yeah, they barely won that game. I don't love Penix either. I still like Williams, even though I know there's plenty of flaws. I like a uh, ton. Drake May I like, mm, Jaden Daniels I'm getting talked into. I really don't like McCarthy. I'm I don't a- on Penix. I don't think Quinn Ewers will be up there. But anyway, uh, one hour down, three hours to go here on the Rich Keep show. We'll get, yeah, I know.
4: F- f- Humming by. H-
1: hummin by. You're welcome. Well, uh, speaking of actually, you know what? We can even continue this a little bit because I was thinking of the quarterback coach combo for the Patriots next year. Best case, worst case, most likely? I can (laughs) tell you worst case. Okay, well, we'll have that coming up for you here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, yeah.